0: you have a message, you have some amazing things that you can share with your audience. Yes, there will be other people who got the same knowledge or, or even more knowledge than you out there, but there is nobody better to serve your perfect audience than you.
1: That is my good friend, Ian Anderson Gray. He helps business owners and entrepreneurs level up their impact and authority confidently by using live video. He has been featured and invited back to speaking on the stage of Social Media Marketing World, as well as BBC World Service. Now, we all know that live videos aren't going anywhere, and there are so much information out there teaching us about gears, tactics, strategies about live videos. However, I think what really sets Ian apart is he's teaching all that, but on top of that, the most important skills for us as entrepreneurs, as business owners, is how to present confidently front of that cold camera, right? Because ultimately you can have the best gears, but if you cannot present confidently of your information to your viewers, then they probably won't have any sales conversion. In this episode, We talk about the three common struggles of live stream and how to conquer them. We also talk about the pro tips to show up with the right energy level front of the camera so your viewers will feel more engaged. Five pro tips to make our live stream more engaging and converting better sales. Are you ready to be more confident front of the camera? I think so. Now, before we check with Ian, I want to remind you that this podcast is sponsored by Christian CEO University Campus, the place to be for Christian coaches, experts, and leaders who are serious about building a full-time profitable business utilizing online marketing strategies establish their ecosystem and create impact at the marketplace inside the campus we have all things to help you to grow your business and your personal development as Christian CEO such as spiritual mindset shifting ecosystems building systems and process blueprints and templates and, of course, the mastermind environment or private group with your fellow sisters and brothers in Christ who are aiming the same goal, which is shining bright in the marketplace and lead like Jesus. So, if you are interested about that, please visit katiebother.com forward slash ccu. Again, it's katiebother.com forward slash ccu now let's check with Ian welcome to the Christian CEO podcast I'm Katie Boulder and I have built an impactful location independent business since 2008 with plenty of rejections English as my third language and lots of God's grace each week we will be sharing relevant and direct advice or inspiring interviews with one intention it's your time to go pro with your marketplace calling now let's get to it. Hello Ian so happy that you come back to the show.
0: I'm really excited to be back Kelly thanks so much for asking me.
1: Well last time when we have you on the show, uh, we talked about the social media management tools, which is great but you know a little bit boring <laughs>
0: Well, I, I, I'm offended now. <laughs>
1: well, what I meant is compared to today's topic okay. that we're gonna talk about live stream videos. So I Yay. think that's the most sexy, right?
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> it is the big shiny new tool at the moment, isn't it? Live video.
1: Exactly. And uh, sad to say, is not going anywhere soon.
0: That is true. That is true. It's uh, more and more people are seeing the power of live video and wanting to do it. That's definitely yeah, true.
1: Exactly. So uh, we're going to talk about that. Can you teach us or show us that what are the common struggles of live stream videos for business owners?
0: There's a few. And I, I think it can, the, the first one that a lot of people talk about and have mentioned to me, and is also something that I've struggled with, is the whole the gear side of things or the tools or the setup. It's the tech part of live video. And this is something that, you know, I I tried to, I, I had loads of tech problems when I was first doing this. And and then I, I thought, oh, well, I need to sort my lighting out. My lighting isn't good enough. Oh, my background is a bit of a mess. I need to sort all of that out. And yes, I think that that can be an obstacle. The tech can be a little bit difficult. But a lot of the time, I think that's an excuse. It certainly was for me. I was using the fact that my background was a, wasn't was great and my lighting wasn't great as an excuse not to go live. And my, my biggest problem, and I think the big problem that most people struggle with out there is the confidence or it's this fear, this nervousness about going in front of the camera, not just going in front of the camera, but going in front of the camera live. And it's this feeling, well, what if things go wrong? What if, I don't know, what if, what if the cat jumps on the table, or my kids come through the room, or I fall off my chair, or I stumble over my words, and things go wrong, and that would be awful. In our minds, we tend to play it up, and we, we think of all these scenarios. But yeah, I, I think those those are uh, excuses, and we 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 need to think about our big reason of going, why, and think about our audience, and focus on those things, and not so much on the 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 fear side of things i mean there are things we can talk about to help with that um and then the final thing so there's there's the fear and the gear there's those two things i love the way that rhymes i'm very very impressed with myself and then the third thing is yes fear
1: and gear okay
0: and (laughs) and then the third problem that i hear people talking about is that they they just don't know what to talk about it's it's the content side of things And and it's working. Well, yeah, I'd love to do live video, uh, but I have no idea what to share. And again, I wonder whether that's a bit of an excuse, because a lot of these people don't have an issue with with writing content, maybe on a blog or a a podcast. And yet, for some reason, for live video, their mind goes blank. So there, there are definitely ways that we can look at to help find that content. Uh, but yeah, those are the three the three reasons, and um, I, I think there were, there were ways of helping all those or crashing down the barriers of all three of those things and, and embrace live video in a really positive way.
1: So that's just a recap. So there's three uh, the most common struggles is one is the fear of the gear, and second one is the uh, the confidence to go in front of the camera, and third one is the content that yes. you know we don't know what to talk about. Okay, so, well, I'm all about the action tagging here. So can we just kind of talk about how can we conquer them? So the first one is a fear of gear. Um, I think, uh, you know, I will let you go on to show us how, but I already know that my audience was were thinking, can you just give us a chi chi or low? And I think we <laughs> can get that covered easily. Just yeah. remember, go to the show. No, that's no problem. But now I just kind of let Ian to tell us how to overcome this fear over the gear.
0: Well, the first thing is don't try and do everything all at once. Unless you have, like, if you've got twenty, thirty thousand dollars 30000 that you can invest in building a live video studio, great, I've, I've, I'm all for that. But for most of us, you have this amazing piece of technology in your pocket called a smartphone. Okay. So that's number one. You can use your smartphone. You don't have to have a big live video studio as long as it is relatively recent. For example, the the, the battery is not dying. uh, It doesn't matter whether it's an iPhone or an Android phone. You can go live from that phone. And obviously the camera needs to work. So I'm assuming a few things there, but you, that's that's the first thing that you need. And the second thing that you need is a decent internet speed. Uh, so the important thing here is your upload speed. You may not know what that is because a lot of these internet service providers out there, they do a big song and dance about your download speed. They may say to you, oh, we can give you 200 megabits per second. And you think, oh, wow. But then what is the upload speed? And I actually... Struggled with my ISP. I phoned them up and they they didn't know what the upload speed was So, um, what I recommend here is on your phone or on your computer Just go to um, either download the app on your on your iPhone or Android phone Uh, The app I recommend is called speedtest.net. You could also go to the website speedtest.net or you could download uh, the app for Windows or Mac and check your speed it's the upload speed that's important. And for Facebook, you really need a minimum of 4 megabits per second up. Uh, ideally, a bit higher than that. If you've got 10, you're, you're going to be having no problems. So those are the two things you need. Just just your phone and a decent internet speed. Anything in addition to that is just going to enhance the experience. But you should never, never use the gear as an excuse because actually you probably already got it. And if you're struggling with your internet speed, then find somewhere um, that you can go where there is a decent internet speed. There maybe somewhere where there is a decent decent Wi-Fi signal, or maybe if you're in an area where sometimes four G is even faster than Wi-Fi. So check that out.
1: Mm-hmm. And now we go to the second one about the confidence.
0: So the confidence side of things is more of a a difficult one to to calm down in a sense because I think we tend to worry a lot about how we are perceived. I think most of us, if we are honest, we like to be liked. You know, I want people to like me. And then if I go on live video, they're gonna see the real me. So, <laughs> and what what could be worse than that? That's the thinking that goes in many of, of our heads. So we've got to Get away from that way of thinking. And so, first of all, don't think about yourself, think about your audience. You have a message, you have some amazing things that you can share with your audience. Yes, there will be other people who've got the same knowledge or or even more knowledge than you out there, but there is nobody better to serve your perfect audience than you. So, you could argue you're being selfish in not getting front onto the camera and, and delivering your message to those people. I that think he just stole
1: my words. Did I?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, focus on your audience, uh, and, uh, think about, you know, as you look through the camera, don't just see this, uh, black, uh, camera, this, this piece of glass and, and plastic, see your Perfect client, your perfect customer behind that, behind the lens. But there are some more practical things that you can do to help with the confidence. The the first thing I will say is, you will probably always feel nervous. I think that is a good thing. I think feeling a little bit um, scared is a good thing. Uh, But it's 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 a way of learning how to channel that that nervous energy in in into your communication with the camera. And the way to help with that is, first of all, plan what you're going to say, particularly the first couple of sentences. Have that written down beforehand uh, so that you can go straight into your your communication with the audience. And the other thing is just to start small. Start uh, practice, practice, practice. So get your phone out. Go to the Facebook app. Click the Go Live button on your profile. And then you've got the option to change the privacy settings. So change the privacy settings to only me and do a practice run. So the only person that will see that, well, the only person that will see it live is no one actually, Um, but you can then watch it later yourself. So that's just sharing with yourself. Once you build a bit more confidence, you can then share that with your friends, Uh, go live just to your friends. Uh, So it's just building it. It's those kind of little steps, isn't it? It's, It's starting small and eventually, you may then be to have the courage to go live publicly on your page. The other thing that you can do is to, um, is to join an accountability group or join a challenge. So there, I've seen quite a few of these. They'll, they'll do uh, like a seven-day challenge in a, in a Facebook group. So you, uh, with some other people, are committed to going live in the group. No one else is going to see it, just in the group, uh, to go live every day. And that builds that consistency. You have that encouragement from some other people in the group as well. But before you do that, another option that I've found really useful to build consistency and just getting over that fear of showing your face in the camera is to do Instagram stories or Facebook stories. And the reason I say this, I mean, this isn't live video, but it's it's getting you to show your face in front of the camera for 15 seconds. When Instagram stories are only 15 seconds. You can say something to the camera. Uh, you can re-record it if you don't like it. Don't spend too much, too long on that, though. Um, You've got to record so,
1: 10 times.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've been there. I said, oh, no, I look awful in that. I'm going to have to do that again. Oh, dear. So <clears throat> don't do that. But, yeah, just, just do that and commit to go to sharing three or four short stories every day. They don't have to be – they will not be perfect, first of all. They will not be perfect, but just do them and you'll be amazed at how that will teach you about consistency and showing yourself in front of the camera and then and then go live and then the final thing to to think about is don't forget about warming your voice up and getting your body into shape and this is something i feel very strongly about probably because my background is i trained as a professional singer and i i've been singing on stage and the whole idea of warming up the voice and the body was absolutely vital. It was taught by all my teachers. Yet when we talk about live video or doing a webinar or getting on stage, for some reason, I don't really hear many people talking about this. So I would, if you go to the gym, you may be used to doing some stretching exercises. Just, um, make sure you maybe do a bit of a walk around the house, do some stretching, stretch up to the ceiling, uh, for seven seconds. Um, I then tend to kind of try and uh, wiggle my arms and my legs, get a bit of energy in there, uh, make make sure they're relaxed, and also get rid of some tension in your shoulders and your neck. I tend to a lot of people I've talked to have a lot of tension in the neck and the shoulders, and also their tongue. So uh, you could do some tongue twister exercises. You know, lamina, 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 lamina. You doesn't do you have to sing, but just go, um, just make some sounds with your with your tongue and your and your lips. And also, uh, another good exercise to do is a lip trill exercise, uh, which uh, I know, Kelly, you love. (laughs) You're laughing at this uh, the other time, which is when you go like that.
1: (laughs) You see, I cannot manage that.
0: (laughs) I'm sure you, well, if you can't do that, you can probably roll your R, which I can't, or just go, um, mm, just do a hum like that. And the advantage with doing that is that you're using the low part of your voice and the high part of your voice, which is really important. I'm, I'm sure we've all been to, uh, we've seen webinars or we listened to podcasts or gone to a talk where the person speaks on a monotone like this and it becomes very boring because I'm not changing the pitch in my voice at all. Are you bored already? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so when you, when you listen to people who are more animated, They use a bit more, you know, the the higher part in their voice like that. Hello. um, Now, I'm not asking people to change their personality. You may be consider yourself more shy or um, not so full of energy, but you do need to increase the energy levels up a little bit. Probably it's probably not going to feel that comfortable for you, but uh, do try and get your energy levels up because it's much more engaging and it you hopefully have some passion about what you're talking about. So that needs to come across. Um, You need to almost give a lot, almost like hundred percent more than you think you're giving uh, because actually that's probably your passion may not be coming across as much as you think it will be. Um, So, do think about that as well uh so yeah there's loads and loads of things on that one
1: yeah i can totally testify about that uh about you know i knew that tony robbins brendan Burchard, in the light, their life, their live events they actually they'll mention that you know behind the stage the before they you know run to the stage in the back they've been bouncing around they surely get <laughs> their you know body totally warm up and that's yeah. the thing and myself just last night that when I was recording uh, four uh, episodes of a podcast I figured that if after a while I haven't uh, recorded and you know those lines the same lines the welcome line say um, I even even feel like not so smooth and you know you guys if you hear my voice now I'm purposely, Re, you know, uh, projecting basically yes. projecting my voice uh, kind of uh, animated my tones and also if you can see me in video, I'm moving my hands and <laughs> I figure that even when I was in recording the podcast say, you know, hello, Katie here welcome to Godly MBA Marketing Beyond Ambition podcast you see mm-hmm. if I sitting in the same room with you i probably say hi this is (laughs) kelly oh (laughs) welcome it's very boring meaning that front of the video we always say the video camera lens it's a core medium Mm. so you need to up like a 200 300 percent yes so the other end who is receiving your signal they will finally Feel like you are you are hundred
0: percent. Yes, right. That, that is that that is so important. It, it, it's we have different levels of of uh, communication energy if, I, if that's the right way of talking about it. But you know, if we were just like talking um, in in the same room, if you came up to me and say hello, this is Godly, <laughs> and you, I would be a little bit okay. <laughs> you know what's Kelly been doing? Um, you know we. So the the energy levels is. is Going to be still is is going to be lower than it would be when we're delivering a podcast or a webinar, uh, and then I I think that the level is even more if we're actually on stage and a conference. So I think live video and podcasting is kind of in on a middle level. Mm-hmm. If you were to project the same amount of energy uh, on a podcast or a live video that you would when you're on stage, it's probably a bit too much. Right. Uh, So, and the other thing to think about is that I find in many ways, I find it easier to speak on stage in front of 300, 400 people than I do sometimes speaking in front of the camera, because on stage I have the energy of the room to bounce off. Um, Whereas when I'm at the moment, I'm in my office, I'm speaking to you, but there's this black object on the top of my laptop called my webcam. And (laughs) it's difficult to kind of get that energy from yeah. that. So actually doing these physical and, and vocal warmups is absolutely vital. I, I always struggled uh, doing webinars. I used to hate them because, and and then I realized it was the lack of energy that I was having before I did them. Uh, and so doing these physical and vocal warmups really, really helped with that. So I highly recommend doing doing them before you do any kind of virtual Um, broadcast such as a webinar or a live video
1: okay guys this is the thing that uh you probably don't hear much and that's why i purposely invite yin come on the show to talk about this side of the thing i mean out there i'm sure we heard a lot of about how to set up your gear how to set up your uh your your backdrop and all those stuff which is important Mm. but The more important in the end of the day that if the one, which is you, uh, the one who's going to present the message that people cannot feel about you, cannot get uh, connect. We say not only communicate, but we need to connect so then you can get your message across with that darn black plastic (laughs) or lens, you know, uh, then you will not get the result you desire, right? Okay, yeah, so let's move on. So can you give us some three to five pro tips to make our live stream more engaging and Mm. ultimately, you know, converting better sales?
0: Absolutely. So the first thing is to plan, plan, and plan. We're talking about practice, 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 but you need to plan the show. I've spoken to people. In fact, some of my clients have contacted me in a panic five minutes before the show saying, the tech isn't working. And I'm thinking, well, okay, I'll try and help you, but we could have maybe sorted this out a little bit earlier on. So make sure that you test things. You know, use the apps such as Speedtest.net. Make, don't just assume everything's going to be fine. Maybe have a backup plan, but also plan what you're going to talk about. Have a structure to that, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit about a good structure in, in a minute. Uh, so make sure that you you are prepared uh, that, um, that things, uh, that from, in terms of the content and the tech, uh, that's really important. And also make sure you do your vocal and physical warm ups, just energize everything. So that's important. But as you go live, the first thing that you do when you click that, uh, go live button is you need to go straight into it with as much energy as you can. Don't, um, delay uh, don't ask the question, am I live, which I used to do back <laughs> in the day, you know, this kind of, am I live? Let me just check. That's not going to give a lot of confidence uh, to your audience. And that brings me on to the most important thing. When you start, the first people that are going to be watching you are in the future. Mm-hmm. There. So you've got to split your brain up here a little bit and almost go in a bit of a time machine. And remember that the first people that you will be watching you will be be watching the replay. So address them first. So the way I start is I will normally say, hello, welcome to the whatever the show is. Thanks so much for watching the replay. And then introduce your topic. So make sure you get straight into what you're talking about. You can summarize a few things if you like. Hopefully at this point, you'll have some live viewers. But that brings me on to uh, a point, which is don't worry if you don't have any or you've got very few live video viewers, Uh, particularly when you start off. um, You may not have any. You may have very few live viewers. And that's fine because. First of all, you're going to be consistent and and broadcast every week maybe, and those live viewers will start to know that you are going live and will start to watch. But also, you're thinking about your replay viewers as well. So if you do have live viewers, start to welcome them by name, uh, introduce yourself, and talk about what you're talking about again. But don't spend too long on that because remember, your replay viewers. So it's always in my mind, yes. But remember your replay viewers, because if you're talking to your your live viewers all the time, it can be a bit boring for your live viewers. And it's also not going to help you if you want to repurpose that content later. So if you're wanting to maybe publish that to YouTube or turn it into a podcast, if you're spending five minutes in, uh, uh, in talking with your live viewers, that's going to be a bit boring. But you do want to, obviously, interact with your live viewers because that's one of the big advantages in in going live. Uh, Then it's getting straight into the topic. So I recommend when you're starting off, come up with three bullet points that you're going to be talking about. Don't get distracted by the comments at this point. You you can say to people, you'll get back to them afterwards. And uh, focus on those three points. Uh, And then after you've done that, you can then... Uh, get back to people's comments and um, interact with them, highlight them on the screen. If you're using a a tool, Uh, as tools such as BeLive or Ecamm uh, allow you to uh, add the comment on the screen, which is really, really cool. And uh, then towards the end, you just need to summarize it. A, A really important thing is what is your call to action going to be? So don't be shy about this. You know, you are using live video presumably because You have something to sell, either your services or you've got a product. So make it really easy for them. Don't be shy about that. People know you're on there um, because you are a business. So uh, do that. And then tell people when you're going to be on next. Be consistent. Uh, And then click the end button. And you would think that once you press that end broadcast button, that is the end. That's the end of all your work. You can go have a lie down. You, I don't know. You can go out. But no, it isn't, is it? No. <laughs> because it it's now a case of thinking about turning that piece of content into a piece of evergreen content. So just a few tiny points on this. First thing that I would recommend if you're on, on Facebook Live, go and edit the, the, the text, edit the post, because you probably said, I'm going live today at 2pm. We'll change it to, watch the replay. In this video, I talked about and then list the points. Uh, if you're being really snazzy, you could put timestamps. So you could say at three minutes and five seconds, I talk about this. And then at five minutes, I talk about this. And that uh, enables people to just to go uh, to, to those parts of the video and, and listen to, to those bits that interest them. You could download the video and use a service like Rev.com to get some show notes or even some closed captions. So a bit of a pro tip here is if you download the video from Facebook and just take the first five minutes, for example, so you you you're just, um, uh, you just cut it down to the first five minutes, upload that to a service like Rev.com, which offers these transcription or closed caption services, you've only paid $5 for that because it's $1 per minute, they will give you this SRT file, which sounds a bit complicated, don't worry, it's not. You download that and then you can add that as closed captions to your live video, uh, your, your replay video. And the great thing about that is that a lot of people watch videos with the sound off. So if you can get them to, um, if they're watching it silently, they will have the captions for the first five minutes. So hopefully, by which point, they'll have found it so interesting that they'll put the sound on. Um, So think about that. That's a a good tip. And also think about posting it to your social media profiles, such as LinkedIn or Twitter. Try and get people to go back and watch the replay afterwards. There's loads more I could talk about, but I've I've probably talked far too long. (laughs) No,
1: no, that's great, Ian. Uh, So that's kind of recap a little bit. So... When you come to the, uh, we say, how to get the live stream more engaging and ultimately converting better sales. So what you say is number one, uh, remember that uh, before you go on, plan your your content. I know that sounds basic, but you will be amazed to know that how many people just hop on and try to win it. So people... Don't win it, okay? <laughs> Just at least prepare three bullet points like Ian say. And then, you know, uh, do your warm-up. And when you go live, but the first one is you want to welcome your replay, future replay viewers. And after you've done that, you know, you can, if you like, you can go ahead to interact a little bit with your live viewers. But then stop that get to the point, deliver that 3 bullet points. And then uh, after the three, you know, the main content is three bullet points, you can do a CTA, the call to action, whether you want them to download your guide or anything like that because in the end of that, you want to build up your email list, you know. And then after that, then you can go back to interacting with your live viewers if you like to because in this way, as Yin mentioned about the evergreen content, you can literally cut the front and back off and then you can have middle that where you deliver the meat we say that's three bullet points uh, become you can you know become a YouTube video, become a podcast or whatever you want to use that too. I think Yin also pointed out uh, one thing I uh, want to mention that, Actually, there are two different kind of live videos that we can think of. One is why we encourage you to say, you know, uh, don't worry too much about the setting and stuff like that. Just practice, right? So that kind of video can be you grab your phone and then you just kind of face yourself and then you talk whatever you want to share that day the message it's more natural real life and maybe you want to show the behind the scene uh your messy desk become a neat desk you know organize organization day something like that but then that's one kind of the uh, videos or you out i sometimes i i'll walk with my dog and i share some message on the go but there's another kind of live videos, which is what Ian mentioned about, that uh, you have a certain bullet points, you maybe go live on your desktop, and so you have a specific purpose for that. Mm-hmm. So that part is uh, more um, for lack of the words, so the proper setting, and uh, so you know what you want to do with that content. But the other way, like on the go, walk dog, uh, show the behind the scene, that's where it's a connection part you know connect with your audience uh stuff like that so
0: mm. I, I love that anything? i love that okay yes Ian? yeah i was just gonna say i i so yeah I, I think you make a really important distinction there because i'm not against being spontaneous on, on live video i think sometimes if you if you're out walking the dog or doing something like that and the thought pops into your head and you want to share that with your audience absolutely go for it you know there's and actually the rawness of doing it on your phone, uh, is, is great. So, so, so do that. But if you're going to be doing a regular, um, video show where you're, where you're, you're being much more intentional, then I think you've got to obviously plan things a lot more. And there's a lot of value in that. Uh, you're probably going to be repurposing that as opposed to your walk with the dog, although who knows?
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yin. so, I think we really, uh, you know, you gave us a lot of tips about uh, from preparing and during and after. Uh, You mentioned about afterwards, we have to remember to go change the description and all those good stuff. Uh, So, you know, guys, I will put all these in show notes and also I will ask Ian to give us a a list of uh, his gears uh, for those of you that... uh, because I want to give you of all your excuses <laughs> about the fear about the gear. Fear over the gear. So you don't have excuses excuse for that. And yeah, I just want to say thank you so much for today, your time. But before we go, I cannot let you go without you share something funny. Um, oh, among all the time you go live, okay? Can you share with anything like you know create some funny moments uh like just i don't know during you were live or or before like right before uh and something happened so can kind of make us feel a little bit better that you are not just like well,
0: yeah it, <laughs> do you know it, i don't know if they're funny that's the thing i, I have been on the show where my co-host that you know I, I did mention the cat and the, her cat jumped on the table the webcam fell over and it was hilarious. You know, I would think if it happened to me, I would have been really <laughs> upset and really cross with my cat. But it was, if people found it hilarious, uh, it for me, I think because I was doing live streaming, you know, when it kind of came out, Facebook Live came out, there was a lot of technical problems that I needed to sort out. And so, actually, they weren't funny. I was like, I was literally wanting to throw my computer out the window, I think, at some time, <laughs> you know, like. They, you know, everything would go wrong, like the 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 internet would go down, or there was one time when I was doing my Christmas Carol of the Day thing, and I was trying to, I was actually doing it at our church and trying to get the just before a Carol service and trying to get them involved, and I think the uh, the person uh, who was conducting the choir wasn't that impressed that I was wanting to do this, um and all the tech went wrong, and oh my goodness, everything. But you know what? I learned so much from those experiences, and I think you have to go through a bit of pain (laughs) to learn. Otherwise, you can get a bit complacent. So, uh, yeah, not so funny, but, um, yeah, I look back and I'm very thankful for those uh, bit of pain that I went through because I've I've learned a lot through it.
1: (laughs) I'm glad you share that, though. It just shows us, like, you know, that everything else, everything can go wrong, but in the end, you know, when... Uh, you learn from it. You deal with it. And I remember once I was, you know, girls, we need to get our hair nice, makeup nice. And I was all prepped, right? And I planned that it was a sunny day here in Switzerland. And I planned that, okay, I'm going to do it live, on the go, on the, way, on the way I walk to the gym, you know, makeup up, you know, hair washed, blow dried. Then I was walking down is a little bit uh downhill walking down uh go to my gym and suddenly the wind blew the wind just blew so hard and i was in front of the camera i was talking uh in the instagram and then my hair go all directions okay <laughs> so that moment and, and there was there were live viewers i, I was so tempted just stop it but because they were live viewers asking questions so i would just say well do you like this wing made (laughs) hairstyle and they were just laughing they were just i i cut them up. and you know that's the thing people are so done with the perfection yes because Uh, everything is too plastic
0: i'm so glad you said that kelly because it's so plastic yeah
1: Mm. uh it, it, when you show people that you are real I know this sound funny but yes show real you know when we try to uh, portray ourselves in the best shape that we okay our our website it's you know we go to the professional photo shoot and all those stuff but those are not real they mm. are not real life moments they are not how we live every day mm. the life right um um just like I remember I sat down with Chris Docker and other couple influencers when we were in London. And we sat down there after the conference and we all dead tired, exhausted. We were having a glass of wine or beer, whoever they were drinking. And then we share about life. And we all talk about as parents who were dealing with different issues. And in the end, Chris say. You see, it doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter what car you drive, what kind of success status you have achieved. We are all dealing with this thing called life. Yeah. Right? So today, I just hope that this uh, episode, we have the best intention to help you in your live stream journey. And by the way, of course, I will put all the links in the show notes because Yin has many fantastic different kind of courses that you can hop on. Um, But more importantly, though, what we both want is you go out there and share your gifts and message that which God put inside of you. And so the tribe that which God prepared for you can be benefit. Right, Ian?
0: Absolutely, and I'll mentor that for me.
1: Okay, thank you Ian again for your contribution and it's so much value for me and my
0: audience. It's been my pleasure, thanks Kelly. Thank you.
1: If you are listening to this podcast, you know you have so many professional skills and expertise, but you feel a bit challenged to transfer it to your online business. If so, you are in the right place. I have prepared several free gifts for you. Just go to kellybala.com forward slash learn to access. If you are interested to be part of the CCU campus, which is a Christian CEO University campus, visit kellybala.com forward slash CCU. Again, that's kellybala.com forward slash CCU. For today's show note and all the important links and downloads, please go to kellybother.com forward slash zero five four. Again, that's kellybother.com forward slash zero five four. Hi there. If you have found this episode resonating with you, would you please consider to take a moment and drop a review on iTunes? It will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content week in and week out. Please go to kellybala.com forward slash review. Again, that's kellybala.com forward slash review. We really appreciate it. And you will also help more fellow Christian CEOs find this podcast. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode.
0: Thanks for listening to the Christian CEO Podcast at
1: www.kellybotter.com.